1: G-Shawn, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. What's good happening? morning. Got to make sure my lips is nice and moist, man. Yeah. Mm.
3: So. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just hear a well, voice I mean, and I get man. weird out. That's all. Uh, huh? What? You said, you know, the first <laughs> thing.
4: You say good morning, you're talking about your lips your being lips nice being moist and moist right away. This, man.
3: I really I'm really not worried about your lips, Key.
2: No, I wasn't. I was just, <laughs> yeah,
3: whatever.
4: <laughs> Be a part of Keyshawn J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Deserve. Keep waiting for the Packers to write the ship. Right? How you, you doing, was, man? How was your weekend? Yeah, man. Oh, was I good. was a oh, <laughs> I was a shuttle service this weekend. A lot guys. of kids. Oh, I birthday party, <laughs> Halloween parties with the birthday parties on top of that. So, you know, and it, it doesn't even seem like in New York it might not seem like a long way. You're going from Peter Cooper over in uh on the east side in the twenties to a place over on the west side. It's like, oh, it's all on 19th street. That's minutes. on 23rd street. But going across town with traffic going around, I mean,
0: yeah.
4: by the time I dropped one off at the place, it was time to pick the other one up, you know, like this all day. I'm trying yeah, to watch the yeah. games on
2: the app half the time. The, the, app the doesn't parties, work bad uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. The the Halloween parties are a bit much <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's a bit much. Here's you're my right, th- though. Yeah. You you right though, Max, because I wasn't, I wasn't doing the, the, the Uber shuttling, but I was watching it take place. Right. And, you know, my daughter, who's 12, I was actually telling telling her mother and my wife yesterday, I was like, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because it's a party fest going on. You know, <laughs> she went to a party on Thursday. She went to a party on Friday, went to a party on Saturday, and then it went to another party last night. And I'm like, who goes to four parties? These kids nowadays, man. Wait, Jason, you ain't there yet. Oh, I'm almost you there. Way. I, I, you, I actually you had wait. a lit-
3: litmus test for both you guys because I got angry over the weekend about and, it. And that then nice.
2: my daughter's a, a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, what are you? Where's the rest of the costume? What the hell yeah, are you I don't
3: doing? Get, I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh-uh, I won't. Be quiet. Ooh. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Ooh. No,
2: I'm not. Because... I understand whatever y'all doing, y'all looking like nurses or whatever it's supposed to be.
3: Different you know nurses. what it is. Nurse don't look like yeah, that at Cedar don't. Sinai. <laughs> nurses look like that at different <laughs> Not establishments. At Cedar Sinai? <laughs> 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 at different establishments. That's how nurses look. <laughs> oh, Lord. Max, <laughs> I <Cedar> <laughs> Max, I had to tell her. Max, I had to tell her.
2: Nurses don't look like that at Cedar Sinai, <laughs> girl. And then I just went on in the kitchen and did this, Jay. Say, hands up. man, I can't. Hands up. All right, hey, uh,
3: hey, so help me out as I as I get into all these different parties and stuff because I've been giving people some side word uh, eyes lately. Do you guys bring your kids to parties when they're sick, like when young kids? No. Thank no. you. No. Why? Why do people bring their kids to parties sick, it's just snot running out the nose? <laughs> it wouldn't Common, be a super, like, it it a be a golf, super spreader you know event otherwise. If a your kid is sick, why are you bringing them to the party? It's not What's a super spreader
4: event otherwise.
3: It's
2: the same thing when they take kids to school that oh, have, you know, that are sick I, I because can't. they have things they want to do. See, that's it. So weird. if I could take you to the party and then I could go somewhere or I want to get out of the house myself, so the next best thing is to go to the party and allow you to get everybody else in. Nasty,
3: man. Yeah. This kid's not just... <laughs> Hands all on the nose, well, keeps grabbing all the candies, touching the other kids. I'm like, why are you even here's here? Here's the question.
4: Sometimes if a kid's getting over the cold, maybe they still have a stuffy nose, but the cold's done, they're not contagious. See what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, but see, you don't get that kind of information, though. Nobody's no. divorced. No, it that just either. looks bad.
2: The it optics are no really good. Yeah. Hey, Max, Yo. do you think the Packers were sick after last night? I sure look that sick. way,
3: Keyshawn.
4: They've been sick. Look, I, you would think. You, I keep waiting for them to turn it around, right? At some point. They're going In fact, I thought there was a chance just because it's such uh, an obvious loss on the schedule. Oh, you're you're on the road against the Bills. You got all these injuries. You're gonna lose. I thought maybe NFL gods are funny, man. So you know the football gods. Sometimes you get the win there because it's more likely the Packers are four and four at, at week eight than three and five. Nope, they're three and five. The Bills okay. We know they're a powerhouse. I, the, I'm keep waiting for them to turn it around,
2: Key. They're not turning this thing around. Yeah, not against Buffalo. They were not. Um, you you could just tell they were depleted at the receiver position going into Archer Park was going to be tough. Buffalo has unleashed on the opponents at home this year. And and when you think about this football team, very good football team, quarterback is, is very good, damn good. The receivers are damn good. You know the defense is damn good, so you were up against it if you were the Green Bay Packers going into it. Anyway, when you think about Stephon Diggs on the on the deep shot through the on the deep shot on the Nebraska route that he ran, or you think about some of the things that he was able to do getting the football in his hands, but you got a big old strong quarterback that just looks different than these other quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. He just looks different.
4: So the Bills hand Rodgers and the Packers their fourth straight four straight losses, four-game skid is the second-longest under Rodgers, and the team's worst since 2016. So how Rodgers – what was the stat line in the end for Aaron Rodgers? At one point, this is the best we've ever seen, right? 19 of 30 for 203 yards, two TDs, and a pick. He was limited by an injury-depleted uh, group of receivers. They were already missing Alan Lazard with a shoulder and Randall Cobb with an ankle, and then they lost Christian Watson to a concussion in the first quarter. Listen to Aaron Rodgers, though, Jay, after the game. Tell me what you think of this.
2: I think that the most important thing is to take a beat uh, after frustration like this. Um, the last thing you want is to respond in emotion. So take a beat,
0: let it sit. Um, there's not a whole lot to say after the game that's really going to you know spark the team. I don't think it's more the conversations on the plane with the guys. It's the leadership conversations we'll have on Monday, tomorrow, and then coming with a message. this week that is what we
3: need. I I mean, look, this to me is a franchise that is in regression. seems like they're in regression, right? Let's call for what it is. I said at the beginning of the year, you just don't replace Devontae Adams. Everybody told me, oh, well, they're wide receivers. They'll be fine. And I get Lazar Cobb. They were out. Watson got hurt last night in the first quarter. But you look at the moves that this franchise has traditionally made And everybody said, oh, they're going to make moves by the trade deadline. Like, it's rare that they make moves. Like, And it's not one move that's going to help them, yet alone multiple. You're going to give them a defensive tackle? Like, you're going to give them, like, an edge rusher? You're going to give them an offensive tackle? Like, with some depth, you're going to give them maybe a tight end? They need so many pieces here. It just seems like that's – it, this team is what they are.
4: Key, the best laid plans of mice and men, that's an expression meaning like even when you plan it out just right, it may not work right. But in this case, it, to me, it doesn't look like the Packers planned it out just right. It looks like they didn't plan it out just right, and then they were hoping. Well, okay, now we lose. The, we, we don't push Rogers over time. Now we lose Devontae. Hey, you know what? This Christian Watson, Dobbs, we, we could maybe they, by the end of the season, they could, but that doesn't mean it's going to work out that way.
2: Yeah, you know what? The, the the Devontae Adams thing is a good, cute conversation to continue to keep having, but this team is not uh, uh in a situation where missing Devontae Adams is gonna change everything. The kid Romeo Dobbs played well. Christian Dotson, Christian Dotson, Christian Dotson just got hurt. Um and, and when you think about it, they got more issues than the receivers. The receivers aren't the problem. It's the team overall. It's a lack of depth. It's a lack of continuity and understanding what they need to do to get over the top. They rushed the football last night for over 200 yards, but that doesn't mean anything. You should have been doing that three weeks ago. You went up to Buffalo and decided to change your entire game plan and your entire outlook based on the personnel that you had at your disposal. Defensively, they haven't been worth the snuff. They continue to give up double digits on the scoreboard to the opponent. So they've got a lot to look forward to. They can still possibly be that six, seven seed in the playoffs if they continue to if no, they continue no. to play this way, they're gonna be at home with us. Yeah, though.
4: I'll tell you, I, yeah, right. I mean, listen, you can say whatever you want about Devontae. I hear you, key, there are oh, a lot man. of problems. They're not three and five with Devontae. Really Dobbs rare. dropped four passes last week. They lost to the commanders by two points. Devontae's in that game. Right now, I could tell you they're at least four and four. At least four and four, right? And you feel a little different about them. You feel different about the, uh, it Are the Packers a playoff team? Like, you know, Key says still maybe six or seven. You got to hope that the, if you're the Packers fan that the Giants or, say, the Niners don't make it because there are only seven slots if you don't win the division.
1: <laughs> are the Eagles the best team in the NFL, guys? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
5: Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and
6: patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
4: So uh, Halloween is here. Ooh. I wish they would give kids not only the day off of Halloween, they should get the next day off too. You understand candy for a kid, it's like going on a drinking bender or something. You know, like the kids wind up with that sugar hangover. Give them the day off the next day.
2: Yeah, the next next day not the day of, but the next day is cool. Yeah, yeah you can give it's, yeah. next day. You're right. Yeah, right. Halloween should probably fall on a Friday or a Saturday always. Always, they can right? Figure that out. Or just give them an extra day. Come on, man. Is it really? Is it a holiday though? Yeah.
3: No. Yeah. It's yeah. not a holiday. Super Bowl and Halloween are holidays. The only we reason have off. Why,
2: the only reason why it's not a holiday, Jay, because you don't have off. Yeah. yeah. But if you had off it would be considered probably a strong holiday, I would say. Yeah, there, there are so many. Uh,
4: it's an American tradition, Halloween and the, and the Super Bowl. I know it's and, not fair, oh, but it's not really a and, religious holiday. It's a holiday.
2: Yeah. You remember, so we got to get ready, right, obviously, um, for Halloween tonight and kids and candy and all the different stuff. It, it giving away all the candy. So the block that I live on is not... The block, the block of the neighborhood. The block What's the block, it's man? It's a in block. the community, yeah. neighborhood the block. The compound. So the compound the street yeah. is not that's so we good, right, Jay? We don't have to decorate our house. We don't have to do anything. Uh-huh. We basically are dark. Because if you go around the corner, that's the street. That's the street of the neighborhood. And you okay. remember last year and since I've been working here, i will be sending y'all the videos yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
3: It's wild. Thousands of out people
2: there. will be on that block. Thousands, because every single house on the block is decorated to the nines and the whole deal. Candy, though, t- you go down there, man. You talk about candy. You got candy for ten years. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, crazy. How, how you much, know what?
3: How much? I, I wonder, like in those kind of communities, how much people actually spend on candy for Halloween. You no, know, guys
2: thousands like, of
4: dollars, guy, right? The, I don't know if, who is it. James giving us problems about a
2: couple hundred bucks.
4: He thinks at a certain. Certain income level, you're supposed to not give out yeah, minis. You're supposed you guys to are you guys are on bars.
5: TV. Like, you better be giving out full candy bars, James.
4: But you, as a kid, yeah, I would rather I, want I, I would rather grab a whole handful of minis than a candy bar. It's cooler. No, it's, but you, know, you, you get a
2: you get a mixture. Full candy bar. Yeah. yeah, you get a mixture. Yeah, you know, we, you get a mixture because we go to our friends' house and we they got candy crazy, but we also bring candy too to their house because they're gonna eventually run out. So, we bring a mixture. We bring in bigs and smalls. we not getting no, that little, uh, what was it, candy corn, that stuff your yeah. grandmother would have? No, nah, I ain't yeah. none of that. I haven't seen that in a person's
4: bag in years. Well, also, they're loose, man. You can't have people's hands all over the germs candy corn. You got to have wrapped no, candy No, they
2: got candy corn in packages, though. Yes. They yeah, got them I in the little yeah. orange packages. Yeah, I, I guess
4: if I was a kid, I'd take a package of candy corn. I would put it in the bowl oh, outside. The something house. about there it, it looks kids. appetizing,
3: even though it's not good, but I still I would take it. You Uh, would take it. Yeah. Why not? You would take somebody's entire
1: bucket. (laughs) From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday mornings starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
0: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
5: The only unbeaten team left in the NFL. I I mean, Jalen Hurts. I I did not see it, Mel. I did not see it. I did not see him being this quality of a quarterback at the NFL that could carry an offense. He's an MVP candidate. Yes, record-wise, they They are are the the best best team in the the league. league.
4: Keyshawn, Will Max ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can call us 888-SAY-ESPN, uh, uh, 8 8, 729-3776. Most overrated Halloween candy.
3: Hold up, and- Yates. You didn't want to play that new Meek Mill? You want to play the new one? Well, certain songs I just can't oh, right okay, yeah. okay. Because okay. it ain't yeah. got no bars because <laughs> that just not good. So we got to go with respectable tracks. the said- worst? Yates what's sent the-
4: me Westside Guns' new, uh, what's it called, science class. They had Buster, Ray, and Ghost tough. on there.
3: Tough. Yeah. yeah
2: tough. I don't know, that music, all them different names. I'm talking either. about it's the candy, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's the- He's like, you talking about Smarties. Man. Yeah, man, it's, it's a couple people out west, and that's it. Other than that, I don't know. Tell me nothing about the rappers. Um, <laughs> Get off my Max, lawn. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you said the worst candy?
4: Yeah, what's the worst, most overrated? I'm not overrated. talking about like what, you know, those old people sometimes they give you apple <laughs> slices. I'm not people. talking about something crazy like that. When oh, you're no, a kid,
2: I have to you, you get a bag think of peanuts. About, I have to think about that. But before I lose my train of thought, yeah, when we were coming in out of the break, mm-hmm. some someone was talking and referring to Mel about Jalen Hurts. Yep. Who was that? That voice? Do we know? I don't
4: know offhand. Because he said, what? I
2: did not see this coming, Mel, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And... I said and I'm sitting there saying to myself, I'm like, Okay. Dory Noka is, is who it was, is is Mel. So he was talking to Mel, yeah. and he said he didn't see the Jalen Hurts thing coming. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, What the hell were you watching? What did what did you not ever see? Yeah, but mean, it's you, not, you, you, not, you, not look, every quarterback look, like turns you, out like yeah.
3: Jalen Hurts or Josh look, Allen. You know, these I like 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 see coming this. on. I feel but like you you're overly see. sensitive to this key. Like I he had nobody talent. expected. Yeah, he has talent. Yeah. Nobody expected us to be talking about Jalen Hurts in the MVP conversation. Well, that that
2: that is fair and that yeah. is true. Yeah. But in order to be in the MVP conversation, he has to continue to do the things that he's been doing, right? He's doing it. And he's been doing this, this.
4: But but Josh but
2: Key or Josh as long Allen, as he's been underneath right. a center. No, not all all right. exactly.
4: Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts both showed you talent, but they were both raw in certain ways. And not everyone who sh- pops like that turns out like this. It's rare
2: for a dude to reach this Man, level. I, I, I just when you see these dudes in college, you could tell that if they had players around them, they was. Okay. Go, if you told me, if you said to me, Dak Prescott. Brown. If you said to me Dak Prescott at Mississippi State was getting ready to be Dak Prescott in the NFL, Mm -hmm. I'd have told you no. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't display anything like that at Mississippi State, but that was because of the system. But when I look at Jalen Hurts, a young Jalen Hurts, opening day against USC at Texas Stadium as a true freshman, when he came in in the second half and unleashed on USC, I can see right then and there, Max, hmm, interesting. It's a fair point. And then at Oklahoma – his last year, it's like, oh, Duke can spin
4: it. Yeah, it's like like Kyler or Baker in that system, the same yes. thing. And, 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 and he'd already he, shown it with Nick Saban. Yeah.
2: And then when you get to the pros and you look at him in a small sample size, his first four games, you're like, okay, if he gets the opportunity, he could be good. Then when you look at him last year when he takes the team to the playoffs, you go, oh, he's going to be all right. Then they put the team around him and built it around him. That's where we That's are today. That's the
4: key. See, whatever you want to say about Howie Roseman, the GM of the, Philly, uh, of, the Phillies, of the Eagles, look at what he did. First, he, he t- gets Carson Wentz, put him in a position, has Nick Foles back, and wins a Super Bowl first in Eagles history. Then he's like, I don't know about Wentz. He's not staying healthy. He's making some bad decisions. Let me use this second-round pick on Jalen Hurts. It's too good a value, right? But not only did he draft Jalen Hurts and eventually they made the move, he then built around Jalen Hurts. In other words, Key, Yes, they had draft capital in case it didn't work out, whatever you want to say. But that did not stop them from building around the dude. They draft Devontae Smith, and then they go out and make the trade for A.J. Brown. Jay, listen to Jalen Hurts on what it means to have A.J. Brown, who to me this year is showing more than ever how good he is. I mean, he's in the argument for best receiver in the game to me. Listen to what Jalen Hurts has to say about having A.J. on the team.
2: I have a lot of trust in A.J., have a lot of trust in him. I think that's a lot of the reason why he's here. Um, And, you know, we've we've always had a great relationship, and I think it's been beautiful to see how it's unfolded throughout the year. How that, you know, personally for him and I and and also us on the field, you know, um, I've always had a lot of admiration for his mentality, his want to,
3: and – He's, he's been doing great things for us. I'm proud of him as a friend and as a quarterback. You think Tennessee misses A.J. Brown a little bit? Oh, my bit? God. Oh, my goodness. I mean, A.J. Brown is an absolute stud. And, and I, I laugh at all this because now when I hear Howie Roseman's name, it, it's like it's pushed up into this rarefied air Key. Whereas it was, it wasn't too long ago where people wanted to chastise Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman, and, and throw him under the bus for some of the decisions he was making and all the picks. Oh, what is he going to do? Is is it the right quarterback move? And now it's it's perfect, right? Like he's the genius for the team.
4: If you're an Eagles fan and he, Howie Roseman's name's in your mouth, boy, shut up. If it's not, he got you the <laughs> only Super Bowl of your life, and now he's giving you this look. Yeah, and he, by but, the way, Key, he, he's
2: done a good, he's done a good job. If you stick around long enough. He's gonna do bad and good. That's yep. just the reality of it.
4: NFL research. Listen to this. I saw this yesterday. AJ Brown, first player since next gen stats route classification began in 2018. So this is going back already, four years almost. Re- three receiving touchdowns on go routes in a single game. First half of week eight against the Steelers. Three re- like he but you could see from the but, from the beginning of the season, Key,
2: big, strong, fat. He does everything. Yeah, he looks different than he did at Tennessee, though. Yes! And I don't know if it's because of the the, – Jalen Hurts. Huh? Is it because of Jalen Hurts? I was going to say I don't know if it's because of the ability of Jalen Hurts. If you look at the second touchdown on our highlight reel on our our clips there, not the one where he slowed down and Jalen threw it and he went and got it from two guys, but he beat the double coverage on the outside, and the ball was placed – not that one – But the ball was placed beautifully on the outside shoulder to the sideline where he could just gracefully – Here it is. This one here. Now, that – come on, man. That's a thing of beauty. Come on, now. That that throw right there. In the bread basket key right dropped into his hands on the shoulder. (laughs) That throw right there, everybody in the National Football League that played a quarterback position cannot make. Right. I
3: don't care what anybody says. That throw – that's a $300 million throw. Key, there's no doubt. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. i just worried about are they the most tested team? Like, I I think the Bills are the most tested team, which to me means being the best team thus far. They've, like, in other words, being Bills in battles, have proven it more. Being in battles helps you down the stretch. And I, I look at the Eagles and I say, okay, you know, the Vikings, the boys, maybe, like that next matchup with the boys will be a big-time matchup. His Will yes. they have enough big-time matchups that will prepare them for the bigger matchups when it needs it most?
4: Well, the Eagles had the easiest remaining strength of schedule coming into this week, according to ESPN's Football Power Index. Their next three games, Jay, you're not going to get your wish. Houston, Washington, Indy. That's the Eagles' next three games. By the way, you say the, the, the Eagles are the number one team in the NFL. And everyone's looking at the Bills, if they're not number one, as number two. But if you just stay in the NFC East, could you make an argument that Dallas is actually the second best team
1: in the NFL? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
4: All right, time to run the no-huddle offense here, guys. No Huddle is brought to you by Omega Accounting Solutions. To schedule your free ERC consultation, call 800-704-2000 or visit Omega, O-M-E-G-A, omegataxcredits.com. All right, let's do the no-huddle. 49ers at Rams. All right, Christian McCaffrey and the Niners route the Rams. McCaffrey threw four, ran for, and caught a touchdown in San Francisco's 31-14 win. Niners moved to 4-4. Four and four. With his one-yard rushing touchdown in the fourth quarter, McCaffrey became the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson, who was the best overall back when he played in 2005, to throw four, run four, and catch a touchdown in the same game. Here is Niners head coach Kyle Shanahan afterward.
0: I just like, I mean, I think everyone knows how good of a player he is, So, but um, I just like how consistent he is and um, under control in what he does. He's he's a very smart player, and even though he makes a lot of plays and stuff, but the consistency of how he plays his game and stuff, I feel like was a great guy to add for us.
4: Key. Uh, You know, I'm a Saquon Barkley fan, and McCaffrey's like a little pocket Saquon, but honestly, his production, when he's been healthy on the field, has been number one in the NFL. When he's been healthy, how good are the Niners with McCaffrey?
2: I think they're really good. It takes a lot of the pressure off of Jimmy G. allows Jimmy G to be just a better better serviceable quarterback. If that defense can play solid and sound, which they did against the Rams yesterday, this 49er team could be dangerous down the stretch.
3: Yeah, I feel like the 49ers are one of those teams that – You sleep on, and then all of a sudden they're in the NFC Championship game, right? And my thing is, if you're looking at their ceiling, imagine it with Debo Samuel and not having the hamstring injury, being on the field in conjunction with Christian McCaffrey. That's special.
4: The running back who's also a wide out, the wide out who's also a running back, right? Mm. Man, it's a lot. McCaffrey also, and I say a pocket-sized Saquon, that's only because Saquon's checking in 233. McCaffrey's not a little dude. He's 210-plus. He's like, you know, he could just do everything you need a football player to do. Meantime, let's continue the no huddle.
1: Broncos at Jaguars.
4: Broncos snap a four-game losing streak with a win over Jacksonville. Russell Wilson. Finished eighteen of 30, 252 and a TD. Yeah, the Broncos didn't really scored throw
3: for a TD. Let's be honest, it's more like a shuffle pass. I,
4: I don't know, but that stat line is a, a, yeah. not exactly a Keyshawn Johnson stat line, but it's it's getting to be the kind of stat line you like. Key uh, Broncos scored more than sixteen points just the second time this season. It was also the first time that they topped sixteen points and actually won a game. Meantime, they are four and f- – oh, no. Uh, are they three and five or four and four? That brought them to three and five. All no, right,
2: they haven't won four games. They're coach. three and five.
4: That's right. They're three and five. Three and five. And five. No, three and five. I said they were four and four before. Uh, see, Here's Russell Wilson on dealing with adversity with Laura Rutledge on uh, this very network.
0: I wouldn't be here if I couldn't handle the pressure, you know. Um, um, I kind of enjoy it, you know. It's, uh, it's one of those things that – these guys have been awesome too, you know, lifting me up every day, picking me up. Their they're work ethic – I mean, how they come to work every day, no matter what's been going on, no matter what's been said, you know, and, and in the the day, I also know who I am. You know, God's given me an amazing ability to, to keep going and keep playing and keep doing what I love to do every day and, uh, you know, keep leading. So at the end of the day, I ain't going to blink. Enjoy that flight. Go Broncos country. Let's ride, baby.
4: <laughs> I think now I it's wasn't bad. sure about all that, but once he said let's ride, baby, I'm sure that he's motivated uh, everybody. Key. So now I believe in them. At 3-5, and five, should the Broncos be sellers at the trade
2: deadline? Uh, yeah, I mean, if, look, they're not gonna they're not gonna win anything this year. And if you could get something for Jared Judy, maybe get something for Chubb at the linebacker spot. People were looking for pass rushers. I would certainly, if I was them, try and field some offers today, early tomorrow, and see what happens.
3: Maybe I'm not so sure about Jared Judy though. That's become one of Russell Wilson's favorite targets. They really found their rhythm over the last couple of games. I. I it may be like, hey, this defense is doing her thing, Hope, Pat, see what the market may give you, but I wouldn't just be so hastily to move quickly on Jared Judy. How good is Judy, Key?
2: I mean, you can't really tell. Based on playing with Russell Wilson, it's hard to say. We've been trying to figure this out since he got drafted out of Alabama. Uh, if, if, if he goes to a more consistent offensive system and quarterback, we may see something different.
4: Let's continue with no huddle. Raiders at Saints. The Las Vegas Raiders looked to regroup after a, quote, embarrassing loss. The Raiders' offense did not cross midfield oh until my God. its final drive. Oh my God. When starting quarterback Derek Carr, who'd been sacked three times while taking eight QB hits, was replaced by Jarrett Stidham as a safety measure. Carr was 15 of 26 for 101 yards, and here's the killer for Key. Forget 15, 26, 101 yards, that doesn't do it for Key. What does it for him? One I-N-T. That's the death sentence right there. The the interception. Devontae Adams, who's been questionable with an illness, played, but had just one catch for three yards. Here is one catch. Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels.
0: Obviously, that wasn't good enough in any way, shape, or form. Um, and that's my responsibility. So um, I have to do a much better job of getting ourselves ready to go here. Um,
3: that's that's We're better than that. And... Uh, you know, I apologize to Raider Nation for, for that performance. And uh, again, I own that. Uh, that's, that's my responsibility. So we have to do much better, obviously, uh, in, in every phase of the game uh, to be able to compete with a team like that who's well coached, has good players. Uh, they obviously came ready to play and, um, and did a much job, better job than we did. So it starts with me. And uh, we're going to work hard and we're going to fix it.
4: You know, I don't know how many times we have to see this now. Josh McDaniels has a tremendous positive effect on the Patriots' offense, and when he leaves, they miss him. But as a head coach, not good. It seems to me, Key, when you talk about you just want that defensive coordinator who just wants to be a D coordinator, and you don't have to You put him in place, Dick LeBeau, it looks to me like Josh McDaniels may be headed in that direction, right? Like, just keep him as your OC if you're Bill Belichick. Everyone leave the head coaching stuff alone. How hot is Josh McDaniels' seat in Vegas?
2: It'd be interesting to see how hot the seat is. You know, a lot of noise out of Las Vegas from a fan base standpoint. They're tired of looking at him as as their head coach already. It could be a quick hook. You just never know. It depends on what the money looks like at the end of the day. Also, remember that the Raiders, from a cash flow standpoint, they're always looking to make some deals. Magic Johnson apparently is in contact and talks with them to buy a percentage of the team. There's some cash ready available if
3: that happens to just part ways with a head coach. Think about this. Seven games into your first season as head coach, and you're apologizing to the fan base about your team's performance against a Saints squad that is depleted with no Jarvis Landry. You talk about uh, no Marshawn Lattimore. Like they've they've lost so many pieces. I mean, and you brought Dillon, in the
4: You brought in the best wide out in the game. You, you brought in an wins extra pass rusher.
3: Under Rich Bisaccia. 10 wins. Yeah, I, I <laughs> don't want to
2: belabor the point. The offense, though, man. Come on, man. The, the, just like he's supposed to be an offensive guy. Your offense is never supposed to look like that if you're an offensive guy. Keep Who's going.
3: on a hotter seat, Nathaniel Hackett or the Raiders head coach?
2: I, I don't even know if either one is on a hotter seat. It's just... McDan- the optics I think McDaniels. Yeah, just look weird, man. Yeah,
4: I think McDaniels, man. The the Raiders. They should have never got rid of Rich Pisaccia. I totally agree I with that. I don't
2: understand why they would even do that. Keyshawn like- and
4: Max, we are running the no huddle here on ESPN radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. All right, guys. The Cowboys, Dak Prescott, and Micah Parsons rumble to a 49-29 win over the Bears. Mm-hmm. Dak threw two TDs, ran for another. Tony Pollard had 131 yards rushing and a career-best three touchdowns with Zeke Elliott sidelined by a right knee injury. I could see that coming. Thanks for those fantasy points. My daily fantasy win this week, Jay. Here's Dak after the game on how important tempo is to the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Just the pace of operation. Uh, that just puts puts pressure on the defense. Um, obviously makes them make make. Uh, more simple calls, I guess you can say, uh, put pressure on the defensive coordinator. And for us, we know what we're trying to get to, and we can communicate well. We can muddle huddle, as you want to say, and and we're great on the ball as well, just in our communication. So just changing that up, being able to get into turbos, being able to stay on the ball, huddle up. Uh, the defense doesn't know what to expect, and when you're able to start a drive and bounce in and out of it, um, that that's, that's great. And I think that's uh, going to be huge for us moving forward.
4: You see, the Bears were hanging around in like every game this season, win or lose. Justin Fields is figuring out a way. But, Key, the Cowboys did what you're supposed to do to those teams, right? When you're a high-powered team, you know, bounce them. And, but that, what does that mean about the Cowboys? So the question is, are the Bears worse than we thought? Or is this Cowboys team just getting better and better with Dak?
2: I think it's a better team with Dak Prescott in there. There's no question about it, Max. You have to dominate your opponent when that opponent is weak like the Chicago Bears. Now, here's what I would say. The Cowboys, got to they've got to fix their run fits. Teams can, can pound a little bit on them. They've got to fix those run fits. People have responsibility and gaps, protection, and I think that they'll go back to the drawing board and clean that up a little bit. But this team is—this is a really good team, man. I know people like to hate on the Cowboys because it's America's team and the star, and Jerry's always saying something, especially you two. You can't stand them because you're Giant fans and all that,
3: but this is a really good football team. Look, the Cowboys and their defense, they weren't that dominant. They gave up 29 points yesterday, right? But the scary thing for the NFC. is a fake 29, it, though. Yeah, but still, the scary thing for the NFC is seeing 49 points scored by the Dallas Cowboys, like without Ezekiel Elliott. That's one on of the, the reasons they gave
4: up 29.
3: It was, they were the tempo. Yeah, agreed. Yep. But I will say this, though. Out of all the quarterbacks drafted in that draft, how's Justin Fields looking now? Yeah. I mean, look, you call it what you call it. I mean, for him to throw yesterday for two touchdowns, no interceptions, eight carries for 60 yards – Look, the, the the way he's playing, you're seeing now why you're buying into Justin Fields being the leader of the Bears organization looked,
4: for years to come. I, I was surprised by how much Justin Fields fell in the draft because coming out of high school, it was Trevor Lawrence and him were 1A, 1B. The real, real reason Trevor Lawrence is 1A to me is he's taller. He's like a lot taller, right? He's just a real tall guy. But Justin Fields the whole time, I'm like, but he looks like he could be great in the NFL. He has that kind of talent. And for whatever reason... He kept falling. The people like Trey Lance better, and he rose up, and Zach Wilson. And, and the Bears were willing to trade draft capital to move up and get a guy they thought could be great. And key, when they drafted Justin Fields, and I was arguing for this for the Bears on first take at the time, like you've never had a great quarterback. Come on. Yeah. you got to give well, them something to, 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 to hope for. They drafted
2: him. What do you think about him so far at the halfway point of most of the season? Well, remember what I've always said since watching him live in person against Washington, he has a lot of Jalen Hurts in him. The problem is there's nothing else around him. So he's not going to give you his full potential this year. Once they spend some of that currency that they have sitting in their bank for next year and they start to get players around him, then you're going to see the true talent. His ability to run the football is no question about it. He'll get better as a passer, there's no question about it. I like where they're headed with him at the quarterback spot. Chicago should be happy.
4: Jay, when they when a guy can run like Justin Fields, the real question is, does he have an arm? Like what Justin Fields has an arm, right? And now the question is, exactly like he said, can they put pieces around them on the O-line and at receiver especially to
3: find out what the ceiling is here. Look, they're 3-5, and man. They're exceeding expectations. That's why last week when people started talking about, yeah, they could potentially win the division, I'm like, hey, let's just level set here, right? Them competing, Justin Fields trending in the right direction, then their ground and pound game you talk about with Khalil Herbert, Montgomery, you like the way they play. They're playing with effort and it's consistent. That's a big step of improvement for where they were last year, man.
2: Got a lot of Hertz characteristics in him. It, it, it's That's
3: what I'm saying. Got
2: a lot of that in him. So if you give him a, a a good nucleus of weapons around him, I think he could be really good. Here's a Keyshawn he Johnson
4: good. stat line. It's not in a you, win, you but love the seventeen Johnson. of twenty
3: three. Loves a key. One
4: hundred fifty one yards. Now remember, for a guy without anything around him, seventeen of twenty three. Buck fifty one. Two TDs and a rushing TD.
2: Right, yeah. I need the yardage to go up a little. You need bit the yardage much. to go up, but that, it's but okay, that counts a not having give receivers. Me another fifty. Give me yeah. another fifty yards,
4: even if it was one hundred ninety-two yards, yeah. two hundred two yards. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. How wide? Is... Turn the ball over.
4: Right. Don't turn the ball over. G- give me a touchdown and one on the ground, around two hundred yards, <laughs> and give me a decent completion percentage. Run the football. Play some defense. How wide is the margin? Because the Cowboys just did what you say, which is beat the snot out of the teams that aren't good, right? That shows your quality. You win the games you're supposed to, and you beat up the bad teams. Well, the Cowboys just did it. They were really good without Dak. They played the Eagles without Dak. Now they have Dak. But the Eagles, meantime, still undefeated class of the NFC, if not the NFL. So how wide is the margin, especially after... We just saw the Giants lose on the road to Seattle, even though I've always thought, hey, that's a schedule loss. I mentioned it last week. But how wide is the margin between the Eagles and the Cowboys in the NFC East? Right? Could the argument be made that Dallas is maybe the second best team in that division, but also that means the second best team in the NFC period? I,
2: they might be the best team in the division, to be honest with you, despite mm-hmm. the record, because they lost – with Cooper Rush to the Eagles on the road in Philly, and they tried to make a late comeback, but they could potentially be the better team now that Dak Prescott is back. I like what I saw uh, out of them the last two weeks with Dak Prescott underneath the center. He's doing everything the right way. They're not getting too fancy. They're they're playing bully ball. The offensive line seems like it's back healthy and intact. The defensive side of the ball is continuing to do what they're doing.
3: I, I mean, I they they might be the better team. I mean, they might be. I mean, right now, if I had to rank the top three teams in the NFC, I would say the Eagles, the boys at number two, and then the 49ers at number three. I would probably say that's fair, right? But I think the upside for the Cowboys, considering that you haven't had Dak for these games and what I saw yesterday from that explosiveness, like scoring 49 points against any opponent, man, like that's a big thing. Right. So we've talked about what's the ceiling with the Cowboys and their offense. I think we're starting to see where that could be. And that defense to match it, like, that's going to allow you to compete at the top of the NFC. I'm
4: I'm not putting a two loss team over an undefeated team. So, so like, and here's the thing. Yeah. I would agree with you about now they got Dak back. But here's the thing Jalen Hurts, to me, is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. He hasn't, doesn't have the track record. But if you ask me who's better, I'll take Jalen Hurts. That's one. Two, the Eagles added Robert Quinn a week ago. Right. So that pass rush just got that defensive front, which was already good, just got better. I, yeah. I, I can't put a team, there's anyone there's not, ahead of an undefeated but, team that just added no, a pass rush like no, that. No,
2: I, I get it. it. It's hard to say, really, until I see them play each other again with both quarterbacks healthy. It's right. hard to really say. You know, when I look at them, however you argue, 1 2, 2 1, which, whatever it is, I know that they're at the top. And I know that Seattle is right behind them at three. Um, you, got Seattle better,
3: you got Seattle better than the 49ers?
2: Yeah, I do. I think
3: that's I close. Do. I don't I, know. Yeah, I think, I close, know. So I I think know.
2: that's close. Geno
4: Smith is a top half dozen quarterback in the NFL this year so far. And we're almost at the halfway point.
2: There, he's top five, maybe top six. No, I think, I think, I think that the, the 49ers could potentially tap out. I understand that the, the prisoner of the moment and McCaffrey's cute and all that and he caught through, ran. I get it. I like it too. But it's something about Seattle. And it's something about Geno Smith in the way that they look. They look like, to me, the teams of the past, both on yeah. defense and offense, that Pete Carroll had much success with. They just they just do. That's one of I the mean. reasons
4: I like them to beat the Giants. Not just the Giants had <laughs> played three times in four weeks, went to London, came back, had to play the Ravens, had to play on the road, on the road, and then you go all the way west. But the Seattle Seahawks – are a little bit where the Giants are trying to get to, right? They have the receivers. They, do, they, they can play a similar style of football, but do it a little more high-octane. But, Key, the Niners have, are not the team. with When Garoppolo's healthy, they've done the opposite of folding. They always seem to get better late in the season, especially the playoffs.
2: Yeah, but they're, they're still – you know, they got to get healthy. Their defense is still a little bit questionable for me. Um, Their secondary in particular – uh, they got you know they got young guys back there playing. I think they're a good team. I'm just not ready to say that they're better than Seattle right now, and they're gonna win the division. I don't know that. I think for some reason Seattle right now is sitting at three in the NFC for me.
3: You know, so much of it is we're telling you well, where, I mean, where where teams it be are Minnesota week eight, too, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. I just don't be believe there. in Minnesota for whatever reason. I just don't believe in them. I mean, that's fine. I mean,
4: they just don't keep like winning games. No, it's not yeah. that I don't like the quarterback. I think the quarterback is is has gotten better throughout his career. But I prefer the quarterbacks on Dallas and Philly. And also Seattle right now. And then in San Francisco, I just, whatever Jimmy G looks like, I just know what he can do when it matters,
3: you know? I mean, say whatever you want to say. I mean, if you're saying the team is what their record is, I mean, they're winning games. Yeah, they are. And this is what they haven't done in years past. They haven't won close games. As much as we sit up here and we talk about who's number one right now, who's the second best team in the NFC, it just comes down to who's playing their best towards the end and who gets into the tournament.
4: Yeah, but who? what teams, like the Eagles, the the, the Seahawks, the Niners – and the Cowboys, those four teams all have the characteristics of teams that do play well at the end. They can play defense they when they need to. They do. They're, they have a certain kind of toughness. They have. doesn't
3: mean it always pans out that way because they have the for
4: characteristics. Sure not. For sure not. That's right. You know, but like, I mean, what, look at who the, who the contenders are around them. The Falcons. Do you believe in the Falcons?
3: I believe the Falcons can mess stuff up.
4: Yeah, they could play spoiler. <laughs> they yeah. could play spoiler. I um, believe that. Even though are Panthers we writing gave, off gave the gave one oh, away yesterday? Are we writing off the Bucks because Brady looks bad so far? Remember that team can can get it together probably in a hurry when you think about what
2: the ta- what the talent on the team is. Man, it's a lot going on in Tampa. That's all I can say. It's just a lot going on, man. It's a lot going on in Tampa Bay. They got to figure out. They got a lot of stuff they need to figure out. He's got a lot of stuff.
4: Okay, we have uh, some Halloween. You we, guys have,
2: can't see the, I, we have. I just can't see have I just can't.
4: Mike I, Greenberg and
3: who else? That's it's the Wait, Matrix. We're sure, oh, me? the bring Matrix. Them, the yeah. Matrix. Okay. What do you, but well, who's in. Who, who won the
4: Matrix? So Neo. Who? I mean, no, not Neo. The other one. Uh, it's
3: Neo's. Neo's. Neo's uh, is. Uh, Neo's uh, girlfriend. Lover, whatever you want to call. It. Yeah, lover, girlfriend. Yeah, that's what we're looking at on camera. You guys can't see at home, but it's really it's great. Hosted. Yeah. Trinity. Well, now it's you can Trinity. see it home.
4: Trinity. Okay. Right. I don't remember all the names from the Matrix.
3: Give me a break. All right. Very good. What? I can't. Somebody was
2: dressed like Mike
3: Greenberg? Yeah, yeah. Dressed up as Mike Laura Greenberg. Laura from, yeah. from makeup came in as Mike Greenberg with the beard and everything. Hysterical. Yeah.
2: All right. So she, she looked like Max. Okay. Got Who it. Who is
4: most to blame? for how the Packers' season is going so far. That's coming up on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio.
1: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.